Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Bearded Dragon Games. You can support us at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Welcome to Eternal Durls. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me this week, Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, you know, I can't complain. It's early still. Hanging in there? Yeah, yeah. we're doing early. Nice. <laughs> um, well, I'm actually pretty excited for today because we're, we're going to talk about something right at the outset here that, you know, means a little bit to me. Yeah. Um, and that has to do with the uh, Legacy Grand Prix that's scheduled for April in niagara falls new york yeah which now, zach, should be an exciting event yeah which should be <laughs> especially for me zach as you know i i'm from the area yeah and uh you know i was excited i was going to get to come home and uh you know my my brother who lives in buffalo was going to watch the kids and uh, i was going to be able to go they were going to get some uncle time and he and i was going to go play in the grand prix then it turned out it was easter yeah that's a bummer now i'm not religious not a lot of people are religious, but I do have little kids, and and you know it's Easter. Yeah. My my wife likes to go out to brunch with the family. Uh, the kids like getting an Easter basket. Got to do the I egg can't... hunt. Got to do the egg yeah, hunt. Yeah, egg hunts and stuff like that. We did that last year. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I, I I just was like, man, that's really too bad because this would have been a really great event. And then I started hearing from some other people. Hold on, this is Easter. I can't go. It's Passover. On top of that, it's yeah. also Passover. Jeez. So that happened, and I texted you, and I also texted uh, some of our compatriots, and I said, I think we should do some sort of statement on behalf of legacy content creators that talks about this issue, because we don't ask, you know, we, we, we're well aware of where we stand, right? We're definitely would the you, redheaded stepchild of formats. We, 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 <laughs> we know where we stand. Yeah. And... The fact that, you know, we're not able to get our Grand Prix, you know, on a on one of what what is it like two, three, four weekends of the year that you really can't have it. Yeah. You know, but it's like what Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. Even yeah, though it's, I was, I was yeah. saying like the days the malls are closed. Yeah, that's a good way to put <laughs> the it. Mall the mall closes three days a year. Don't 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 make us you know, you know, have, try and travel and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you're asking people to make decisions that, you know, to decide between, let's be real, what is a full luxury playing a card game, you know, yeah. in some other city. So we've put together a statement and it's going to be up on, uh, it's going to be up online. Uh, it either is up now or is about to be up, I don't, depending on when this gets out. Um, and you can read it. And we just talk about the issues of scheduling you know, on, on a holiday weekend and why we decided to write this, which has to do with the fact that CFB events, Channel Fireball events stated that they are making decisions based on attendance of events. And like, it, 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 it sort of feels like a trap. I don't think they did it on purpose. I think this is just coincidental in yeah. some ways, but boy, when you say like, you know, it, it puts the pressure on us to show up, and we just can't can't all do it. And I think that's that we we want. I wanted to make sure that we said as legacy players, "Hey, hold on a second. You know, we want to come out to this. We want to do this, but you're not giving us the best opportunity to do that." Yeah, I mean, I don't have I don't have kids, but I have nephews and stuff. Like I, you know, I go I go see family on th- on on uh, Easter. You know, I go uh, you know spend time with my folks and stuff. So I think I think that's. You know, a lot of people, like, when it comes down to do you spend time with your family or do you play Magic, I think, you know, for most of us, uh, you know, uh, family is pretty important, you know? Like, we, you know, I, I expect one day that I will get to teach my nephews or even my kids, you know, how to play Magic, but it's not going to, I don't think that's going to interfere with, you know, uh, you know, these family events that, that come up yearly, you know? 
Right, and 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 in fact, you know, they really shouldn't be scheduling any of these. You know, it's not just about legacy. You can't be asking yeah, standard, it, like limited, like look. And know that you know the the people who play teenagers are surly and they don't mind missing Easter. But then you're asking their parents, who is you know me in the future. I'm going to be a parent of a teenager, eventually. And you know I'm I'm going to have to teach them priorities. And sometimes you have to not prioritize playing in a eighty dollar magic tournament for a weekend. You know. Yeah, it's a bum. It's a bummer of a thing to learn. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Well, As a other, kid, you know, like that's all I wanted to do. You know, like if if my entire family was getting together in Ohio. Uh, I immediately would look around to see what the closest magic event was. I think I played in the very first uh, extended Grand Prix because like everyone was getting together like during Christmas time. And I was like, Oh, Cuyahoga Falls is having something. But like, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, like I had to be with my family too. Like, even if I'm a teenager, you know, like your parents don't want you to be like, Oh, I'm just going to run away for the weekend and not hang out with grandpa or like, you know, uncle Brad or whatever, you know? So we asked them in the letter. We, we're pretty we're pretty pragmatic. We're, we know that there's not going to change this, most likely. It would be very shocking if they did. But just ask them to, you know, not hold attendance for this event against the legacy format, to try and schedule a second one at a date that isn't on a major holiday, and uh, even to, to do the market and think about the market side a little bit. Niagara Falls is, you know, I love Buffalo and Niagara Falls and Southern Ontario, like, um, but, you know, if we only that's let's have some of the regional you know they can draw regionally for standard and stuff you know maybe the leg the legacy grand prix being in seattle was really great you know yeah. vegas same deal new jersey when it was you know the biggest one ever i still think the biggest constructed grand prix i might be wrong but let's have another um, one in new jersey right right <laughs> and we know you know but you know, let's 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 let you know, it's like it's it's unfair to the to the players in Western New York and Southern sure. Ontario to put schedule the closest Grand Prix to them on Easter. You know, it's a bummer because they know that it's not going to come back around anytime soon. Right, right. Uh, not you get, know, like we, they 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 lose their chance to to represent there, uh, and they're like, well, the next time we have one, we won't have it there because it didn't pull well. You know. Right. In fact, that happened in Salt Lake City, where, where I live now. Yeah. A number of people have told me that there's not that they have heard there was not there's not going to be other Grand Prix Salt Lake anytime soon, for that reason that they that Wizards came here didn't work out and now Denver gets them. Yeah. You, you go to Denver or Vegas, so if you're a Salt Lake City player, you're you're in the car for six to eight hours. That's just how it is to get to a, to a major. And you know, Salt Lake City, you know, our our region, you know, Central and Northern Utah, thirty stores, you know, thousands of players can't get a Grand Prix. So because of one bum weekend, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's it's just it's just it's just too bad. I wish that they thought more about it. And uh, I'm not. I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. But um, I hope you read it. Quick note that we did have this in process, and it kind of got leaked out. So we weren't trying to not have community any community member sign it. It was just we were just thinking like it'll be easier to control if we just know who is it was signing it. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, it got out, so there are some people who got a chance to look at it and sign it didn't. That's also a reason why we didn't want to make it a public thing, because we don't want people to feel like they missed out. Unfortunately, that happened anyway, but it wasn't personal. Um, we just, you know, I was thinking small, and it got a little bit bigger than I expected. But that really just shows you the uh, how, how much this issue resonates with people, you yeah. know, in the format. And how big the format is, which actually... I, I looked at our signatures and, and where and thought about where everyone was and everything like that. And I was just, I was just amazed. Yeah. You know, who knew, who knew there were this many people? Um, I guess, I guess what, what it all comes down to, you know, the, the big ask we're, we're looking for here is to share this around once, once it's out, you know, uh, you know, make sure that, make sure that, uh, Watsi and channel fireball, uh, see that, you know, we're out there We're you know, we want to be at these events, but you know, when it's scheduled like this, it's, it's really tough to do. Yeah. Yep. And especially if we didn't feel that it was like a do or die situation, which, you know, Channel Fireball has put us in, unfortunately. But that's it for our for our uh, Legacy Grand Prix scheduling. Rant, I guess. Yeah. Monologue. Yeah. The soapbox that we're on, let's let's call it. I wouldn't call it a rant so much. It's not we're not we're not here to to. Uh, you know, poke anybody and say, like, you're doing it wrong. It's just like this particular instance, you know, it's a bummer because 
you can't, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to be hard to get to. It's going to be hard yeah. for a lot of people to get to. I know personally, I can't make it. Nate personally can't make it, you know, uh, and we want to be at these events, you know, especially the bigger events. It, it's, it's bizarre that I can't make it. I was, I was really amped up and I'm sad that I can't, but I just really can't. I don't think I can ask that of my family. Yeah. I mean, also how weird would it be, even if I like, let's say I brought the kids to my brother's house, like my parents are going to want to go see the kids and me. Yeah, you know, so I'm gonna just, just yeah, like, just have them all come to the Magic Tournament. It'll be yeah, fine. Everybody, 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 drive up to the Niagara Falls Convention <laughs> Center. You know, we'll you know you get your Easter baskets, and then we'll all go up there, and yeah, then I won't talk to you. You'll get a pretzel I mean, in between rounds and things, some but, microwave know, pizza. I'm gonna, It'll I'm, be I'm great. gonna fly out there and not make day two. <laughs> great. So then, you know, there you go. Yeah. All right. So we've got some more Ravnica Allegiance spoilers. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, Let's see, where did we start? So last week we recorded on Thursday. I believe we did. So let's go back to Friday. I, I wish I could bring up the uh, back in time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe I so can. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna zip through some of these. We we usually do a big show, but I I think this has been a good. Well, I guess we'll finish this up next week. They must be finishing the spoilers. It'll probably. I think the whole thing will be done by tomorrow. Which is Friday. So. Friday, yeah. We record so on Thursdays. We record on Thursday night. Okay. Uh, Frilled Mystic. Green, green, blue, blue. Creature, elf, lizard, wizard. This is a 3-2 with flash. When Frilled Mystic enters the battlefield, you may counter target spell. I mean, I appreciate a, uh, a Mystic Snake. I don't think it's going to see legacy play. It's an elf and a wizard. And a lizard. And a lizard. <laughs> I just like saying um, lizard, wizard. I mean, that's just fun. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of uh, we decided to to goof off with the Simic in this uh, in this expansion because they're just like ain't ridiculous that always the way. Types. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I talked to you guys about big elves a little bit more because uh, there was another elf. Oh yeah, no, someone like had go, go someone full caverns. Uh, you know, this could be elf. the other the other guy you're looking for. If this was three mana, maybe. You that know? would be pretty big. Uh, that'd be a pretty big. Um, uh power creep from um mystic snake but yeah. you get a three two for having to tap two green for this um i mean it's not like mystic snake is format breaking either so i mean if this yeah. was a three mana guy <laughs> i don't think they'd be like oh man way too powerful you know right rampage of the clans three and a green instant destroy all artifacts and enchantments for each permanent destroyed this way created a its controller creates a three three green centaur creature token this is the uh, world's worst fracturing gust did you see it? Now we have an email thread with some of our friends that was like, well, we just, why don't we just like play a bunch of moxes and then cast this and attack with all of our three threes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could do that, but it's just like, why would you spend four mana for a very counterable spell that like you get a bunch of mana rocks that like blow up and you have some three threes that your opponent terminus is the next turn. Our friend's deck had, um, uh, oh, Phil's ready to jump on. Let me just add him yeah, to the yeah, call. Yeah. Get Phil. Let's get Phil into this. Um. So uh, yeah, I um, I don't think that combo deck's gonna work, but it does sound hilarious. Could you imagine playing all these? Uh, There's hey, Phil. Phil. Hey, what up, hands? Before we move on, Phil, uh, I want to just say that we uh, talked about our letter to uh, about the Easter Grand Prix. Yes. So that's gonna be out by the time anyone hears this. And, yeah. and I think it's like a very worthwhile letter to put in, especially since like, you know, you're putting it on one of the major holidays and then, yeah, there's ob obviously the turnout's going to be low. Yeah. Even yep. though everybody would like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to that tournament, but I sure as hell want to. Yeah. And your family is what, like five, six hours away by car. You don't even have to fly and you still can't make it. Yeah. Well, also just because like I'm also might just be with, uh, my girlfriend's family yeah, for dude. Easter and got, it will be our first Easter together. And it's got like that new relationship. You got it. You got to get in those yeah, holidays. Like, I, I would love to sling <laughs> spells and, you know, try and take down a trophy, but, uh, you know, major life stuff comes before that. Yeah. This isn't the, the uh, movie, we, the wizard. We, you just can't bring your girlfriend to the Nintendo tournament. Yeah. No, even um, though she probably crushed the tournament, to be honest. Now, do you get extra points if you play reanimator on Easter? Ooh, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. For you get flavor points. Yeah, oh, that, that would make it even more difficult to go. Like, could you imagine everybody just sleeving up tin fins who is going? Yeah. God, what a miserable experience. 
Have you heard uh, okay. about our Dark Lord Grizzlebrand? Yeah, that's the exact opposite of what should be happening on Easter, right? Uh, Phil, we talked about Frilled Mystic, which is the 3-2 Mystic Snake. You interested? Yep. The, the, the new snake? Uh, it's a wizard. It's a wizard. It is a wizard. That's true. I mean, I, I, I am a sucker for Naban and everything that, you know, you could double up on wizards, but your four mana trying to counter two spells is going to be tough because you need a big stack for that. I'm not even going to talk about Rampage of the Clans. I don't think you can. Um, no, oh, yeah. Electro Dominance, the, the new Red Red X spell. Have you guys talked about that already? That's where we're going to start. We're going to jump oh, right into Electro yeah. Dominance. Because this, uh, this is an interesting card. Electro Dominance, X Red Red for an instant. Electro Dominance deals X damage to any target. You may cast a card with converted mana cost X or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is obviously any, any suspend spell that costs zero, right? Yeah, you're definitely like the the goal of this thing is at least in legacy you're trying to spend your 3 mana to kill an X1 in ancestral. Yeah, or like wheel. Wheel. Yeah. Do you remember when uh they they spoiled the first X or X spell instant? What's it called? The X spell instant? instant? Uh, I mean volcanic geyser was probably That's the, the first, first one. one. X red red for an instant. It was in Mirage. I remember it was like the craziest thing because it was an instant. Yeah. Um, it cost two, man- oh, this it was cost two though. It was genius, like too huh? much. Yeah. <laughs> this was the same. Stroke of genius? It was before Stroke of Genius, yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes, you're going to be cheating out Ancestrals. You're going to be cheating out Wheels. Um, I, this is also the first thing for... Uh, hypergenesis. Living, hypergenesis and Living Death. Or Living End. Yeah, Living uh, End. It's the... It's the First one that, uh, since they were always using that to for the Cascade, that if you drew the Living End, you just have to suspend it if you wanted that one to be cast, and this one just lets you do it from your hand. Yeah, I suppose like Modern Living End wouldn't mind playing this as like another way to do do that thing, right? Well, if you think like that means well, that if you cascade. have if you, if you, you have can't. the combo in your hand, it's red red to wrath the board and then fill yours. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a fine addition to a modern deck. Like the new instant speed terminus. Yeah, it's red, red. Oh, by the way, I saw someone post an article or a deck today with this and wheel. And now all I want to do is have terminus on the stack, and then the terminus trigger on the stack, and then do this into wheel in response. <laughs> <laughs> yep, bet you were planning to cast that. Um, yeah, the, the 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 thing though is um those spells make sense because this is you can cast a spell with uh, converted mana cost extra less, so. If this sees any play, it's only going to be alongside those suspend spells. Because, you know, if you cast this for four and deal two to something and then cast like an impulse, like whatever, man. Uh, as, as, a, as a side note, just, just for rules, rules clarity sake, um, if that X spell is, if that spell you cast for X or less is a sorcery, you can still cast it off of this during your opponent's turn, correct? Yeah. 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 Yes. And I, I an sent important you a card. Point. That was uh, I sent you a card that was comparative compare comparison, but I forget what it is. Um, yeah. Now the question is: so with this X red red, you cannot cascade into this with. We can't have this in the same deck as the cascade plan because you can cascade into this with. with true. Anything. True. Yeah. Well, if so, you cascade into this, you can then deal no damage, but then you can still cast the oh, so, something from your hand. Still true. For zero or less. Well, yeah. But the question is: zero. do you want to mix that? You may cast. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Uh, I, I mean, 162 cards. <laughs> I'm looking for. I'm looking for like a thing you can do. The only thing that's sort of like this is as foretold, so you could do this and as foretold, yeah. and then hope to draw your combo piece instead of trying to cascade into it. Um, so essentially, like if you have the if you have a living end in your hand and one of the cascade spells, you would still be able to cascade because then even if you hit this thing. You would then be able to cast the living end that's in your hand from your hand. Yeah, I right. think that I think either one of those is fine. The the chance of you having a living end in your hand versus the chance of hitting this is probably like you have you have a good chance of of either one proccing. I mean, this yeah, is great because it, if you do this, if you cascade into electro dominance and then cast the living end off the electro dominance, then you've hit three spells, and now my mind my mind break trap will exile all of it. Yeah, which is great. Finally. Finally, a reason to play Mindbreak Trap. Finally, a reason to play Mindbreak Trap. Um, oh, the expertises are another way to cheat this or cheat around uh, the, the spell costs here. Yeah. So it's it's time to start playing Nyx. The the difference between Electro Dominance and the expertises is that Electro Dominance is an instant. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think people will try it. Um, I think the Ancestral Visions is, is a good draw. And you can still, like, you know, first of all, you can still have one red red ponder on their turn and kill something. Like, this has a little bit of... It is also X or less. You can just dome somebody for, like, 15 and cast a, uh, right, exactly. an- Ancestral Visions. Or, yeah, <laughs> or what's going to happen in Standard, which is uh, the fairy. Yeah. That explains why they printed uh, Lavinia, by the way. Um, yeah. That takes us up. Uh, you guys interested in any of these things? Bankrupt, I'm interested in Bankrupt in Blood's artwork. <laughs> yeah, that is something. That artwork is gorgeous. I mean, any yeah. spell that says draw three, you got to think about for a second. Bankrupt, well, Bankrupt in Blood goes right into your, uh, what'd you call it? What's your Judith deck, Nate? Yeah. What in Blood Black uh, Sorcery as an additional cause sacrifice to creatures draw three cards? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's one you could play. Now, I don't really think you'd need it. Um, asking to discard sacrifice two is is harder than you think. Yeah, two two is a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're like you sacrifice your grave crawler and your blood gas, and then you draw yeah. three cards. Right. Um. Yeah, you could do weird stuff with like uh, dredge too with this, but the same deal with um almost anything that you know draws three like a cathartic reunion yeah but yeah i think it's a card that you know it's one of those like can be stretched into those decks where people actually play it it's it's there it's a it's a toolbox card you'll somebody will try and make it work (laughs) i'm not gonna do this one but i love how bad it is yeah um uh, this is all all this stuff i think is pretty bad yeah all all these other cards are clearly not pushed for well, what about fight. the uh where's keep keep going there's a lightning bolt in here somewhere in there yeah the new lightning bolt that has spectacle it's two and a red for a sorcery speed bolt that you can spectacle for red so it just makes it you know burn gets more redundancy of like all right i'm gonna chain lightning you and then chain lightning you again because now i get another it, it's like skewer it, the critics yes yeah, skewer the yeah. critics what Good a great name for a card too you would play skewer the critics over the the spot of like that one that is sack of land to bolt something. Yeah, yeah, over shard volley. Yeah. Over shard volley. You you would you could play it in that slot. Uh, you could maybe play this if in your burn deck if you're cutting one of the two drops and like lower your curve a yeah. little bit further. The thing is about this card is that three damage for a three mana burn spell is not like the all time worst. Like you can still cast this if you don't get the spectacle. Um, just like people do all the time with the with Rift Bolt, Rift you know. Bolt. Well, yeah. Now, now you can spend Rift Bolt, and then when it comes off, and then when on the Rift Bolt turn where it came off suspend, this is just another Lightning Bolt. Yep. I don't know because because Legacy has Chain Lightning. I don't think that's as big a deal. Modern, I can see them really benefiting from this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I do want to sure say that, that I played is... against I played against Burn last night on Magic Online. And my opponent had Shard Volley, which I was not expecting to see. I haven't seen that in a while, which is the Sack of Land one. And they Rift Bolted an Arclight Phoenix by tapping through lands. So congratulations to them. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they were saying in Standard that now there's Wizard's Lightning, Skewer the Critics, Lightning Strike plus Risk Factor. And plus Vyashino Pyromancer <laughs> and the other Red Wizards that are super cheap to turn it on. And Vyashino Pyromancer turns on both Skewer and... Wizards yeah. Lightning, fourth exactly. red. So it's like you have just like this really tight pre-made package for a burn deck that you have to be uh, assuming that you're going to be running into that because then you also have, if you went red-black now that you have the mana, you also have the the lightning helix that only hits a player that's yep. one in the black. And then you also have on top of risk factor, you also have uh, sword point diplomacy where it's just like, you know, if literally everything in your deck deals three, then... Either they take nine or give you things that deal three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you interested in the Sphinx at all? So the Sphinx, when the the white, white, blue, blue, four, three Sphinx. Let's it's read it. Not legacy it's playable. Sphinx of but... New Prov, Flag and Vigilance, and it's got the Frost Titan ability. Spells your opponent's cast at the target. It costs two more to cast. This is just like so much worse than the the Demir one from last format, where it was hexproof flying and uh, Death Touch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mm-hmm. worse than almost every way outside of the point of power. Here's it's like the, your 4-3 the, sitting back to block, like, three toughness yeah, isn't the That's the problem with this card, is is if it was a 3-4, maybe. As a 4-3, it's garbage. And the fact yeah. that, and the fact that like, it's asking to, like, become a blocker with a lower toughness is just, it's, what are you doing? 
It's yeah. also, I mean, I think the best part of this card is all of the meme value of everybody going, wait, why isn't this green black? <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. it drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, Theater of Horrors. I like this card. One black red. Enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. During your turn, if an opponent lost life this turn, you may play cards exiled with Theater of Horrors. Three to red. Theater of Horrors deals one damage to target opponent or Planeswalker. Um, so this builds an extra hand, which I, th which I find really interesting, because basically what happens is you exile the top card of this, and you can play any card exiled with it if they take damage that turn. Mm -hmm. But it, the, the, the downside, though, is it's only during your turn. So like when I was first yeah. looking at this card, I was like, oh, maybe this is better than... Because, you know... Um, Something like, uh, what's the one black black, just take a damage, draw a card? Grixian mm -hmm. Arena. Yeah, so the reason, like, Arena doesn't see any play outside of maybe, like, a Grixis sideboard card for, like, the mirror or something. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe this one would be better uh, because it's a little bit easier on the mana and because it is another uh, hand, so it's, it gets you around things. Like, you can't get hymned. Yeah. But the downside is that because it only says during your turn, it means that none of that shit turns on on their fetch lands. Yeah. Which is too bad. I, I don't know. A little bit too weak. Well, this is but a cool yeah, effect. Lost life, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a real bummer because like this. The, so the thing about this card is like the fetch land thing would be cool. The other thing is like, uh, you know, this could be a card that you could bring in against like uh, Death Shadow or something because they're damaging themselves a lot. And yeah, yeah. still. Well, it's I also think... the kind of thing where if you have like an ensnaring bridge, and an empty hand, you still can like store cards to play. Yeah, but I think that any deck that's doing that and playing Red Flag just plays Chandra. It's an interesting design, and I I I liked it a little bit more before I kind of thought about it more. I kind of thought that like there isn't really a deck that's that slow in these colors that doesn't have a better option. So I was definitely thinking like we'll figure out a way to to turn this on and yeah. like not we'll just be casting a twice as many cards per turn. But yeah, um, interested in Domri. Um, I think he's trash. Yeah, Domri unfortunately doesn't do, doesn't do a whole lot. I also had high expectations for Domri being the first two mana planeswalker that was good, and then they just printed <laughs> like, a four. No, mana, we're doubling that cost. Four mana version that's essentially just Vivian Reed. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, this is. Yeah, there's not a lot going on here. Let's keep going. It's uh, one of those things where he's just so much worse than his original counterpart. Yeah, the original Domri was underplayed. You know, what, is this what this thing is called? Yep. Let me tell you something, brother. You're here listening to this Eternal Dirtles podcast, but what you need to do is go over to Eternal Dirtles Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Eternal Dirtles, and show your support, brother. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, Terramander. The original Dyer was underplayed, and then, and then they just, they just power crew out every deck that could play it. Terramander, one blue for a creature, Salamander Drake. Flying is a 1-1. One, one. Seven and a blue, adapt four. This ability costs one less to activate for each instant sorcery card in your graveyard. This is so the speak. most immediate legacy playable card in this set, for sure. I, but it's not good. I have real problems <laughs> with this card, but I also think that it will see play. My 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 two biggest problems are uh, the fact that Fatal Push exists and the fact that Pyroblast is like so prevalent right now. Um, that said, like you can out blue your opponent uh, with this card. Like between like Delver, TNN, and this, you get to a point where like it doesn't matter how many how many Pyroblasts and Snapcasts your opponent has. Like he's gonna end up having a large blue creature on the board that he uh, hopefully can't deal with. Not even just that, but I mean, obviously, this isn't like you know you're four of. This is in the Gurmag Angler position. Yeah. But it's a Gurmag Angler that one flies, mm -hmm. which is a big deal. But then also, even though yes, it costs blue and then another blue to adapt, and yes, you know, like that can be uh, an issue. It's like the difference though is you can always just cast this as a one-one flyer and then adapt it later. Yeah. You have that flexibility, but also this doesn't sh turn off your own graveyard shenanigans. Correct. Yeah, I just I just think that, one, I don't think you're ever really adapting this for blue. Uh, as a person who has cast a number of Bedlam Revelers in decks that have, like, Faithless Looting, <laughs> um, it's it's harder to think than you, harder than you think to just pile instances of sorceries in your graveyard. 
Well, um, just instants and sorceries is the thing. Just instants and sorceries. Because, like, let's say this comes down to turn one. Turn two, you use both of your lands to each cast an instant or sorcery. So now you've got two. Then on turn three, you use all three of your lands to cast three more instants. And then that means on the turn on turn four, you're paying two and a blue. You know, that's just that's if you're pumping stuff into your graveyard at that speed. I think it's I think it's different in that it's not it's not like the uh, uh like this to me isn't a Delver card where you're slotting it in and hoping that you're going to adapt it for a single blue on turn two or three. This is the type of card where you're you're more mid rangey decks that are like yeah I'm in the Gurmag Angler space where you get to two spell way like later in the game and you get to land a a, a really imposing threat. And still interact in another capacity. I mean, I see this I, being like uh, Nimble Mongoose is in in Rug Delver. Like Nimble Mongoose, like you you can play it on turn one, you know, but like you don't get the value for that card till much later in the game. Really. And yeah. that's similar to this. Uh, I, I just wish but this think card about was how hard not it is. blue. Think about how long it takes to get to just seven. Period. Yeah. For mongoose. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, it takes but, seven also because in in Rug Delver you're also not proactively putting cards into your graveyard you're, you're reacting and you're like either dazing their shit or stifling their shit mm-hmm. and it's like if they don't do anything for you to turn those cards on then they'll just stay in your hand until they do right yeah. so where I mean, if you're playing if you're playing a proactive you know just 12 cantrip you know like this could also just be a sideboard card for any of those uh like control decks that just want a fast clock to turn the game around yeah i also think I, that I think like if I you compare this play, to um, hooting mandrels you know like Hooting Mandrels uh, often cost three mana. Sometimes it costs four. Um, but, like, you just, like, put, you know, it's a card you throw in your deck, and then you're like, well, I'll put it out for cheaper than what it is. And if, if I ride it home, I ride it home. Yeah. You also have to think, too, that this is, like, when people are playing, uh, what's the, the Delve Demon? Tombstalker. Tombstalker. Yeah. When people are playing Tombstalker, they're willing to play pay that second black because flying is such a big deal. Yeah. The flying's huge, nice. and the fact that it starts out with flying too. It's not like a Delver where you have to flip it to give it flying. Right, but it is all the one mana. I think is a problem. It, it eats it to Chalice, it eats it to Fatal Push, Abrupt Decay, Pernicious Deed. I know. Yeah, but the, the investment on the card is so low, and the upside of just having a five-five flyer to close the door. Like, yes, the 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 floor is it just dies to everything else that everything else dies to. But the ceiling is this is an incredibly cheap. 5-5 five, five flyer that has some flexibility where you don't need to... It's not going to be like the Delve guys where it's like, oh man, I can't cast this Tombstalker because I don't have enough cards in my graveyard or whatever. This is just like, I'm going to play this for blue. And then if it doesn't eat it, right? If you think about it like this, uh, I was playing against Grixis Delver recently and they played... It was the Bomat Courier version. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this Bomat Courier is going to draw this dude like five cards. But I also had to spend my resources fighting over the other threats that were hitting me harder. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I have to spend my removal on this Flip Delver. I have to spend my removal on this uh, Gurmag Angler or this TNN or whatever. And so while I'm trying to fend off these threats that are actually getting me dead way faster, this Bomat Courier kept poking me in the face. Yeah. And oh. so it's like, if this is a card where it's just like, I don't need to worry about this card right now. I have my one removal spell and I have to find others, but... I'm going to save this removal spell that I have and line it up with a more imposing threat because this person's still four away from adapting it for, for a blue. So as unless they want to spend their whole turn adapting it, in which case I'll, I'll fire it down, you know, it's like, well, when are they going to pull the trigger? Because they have, yeah. like, if they're a damage-based removal spell, they have to do it before you adapt, right? Because you can adapt at instant speed, so they can't give you the window. And to that point, um, you can adapt this in response to your adapt if they bolt it. Yeah, Here's the thing. Yeah, oh yeah, can you imagine like stacking the adapts? So like, let's say you did have seven, and you just had like three blue, and you just make a fifteen fifteen flyer. That no, doesn't no, work. no, it won't put the it won't put more counters on it. But you can like, let's say your opponent bolts this creature uh, after you adapt. It co- let's say the adapt costs two mana, and you have four. Oh, 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 you I can see adapt memory. in yeah. response and still get those counters on it, and it's still going to stop the bolt sure. from killing it. Yeah, I see how it doesn't work. My god, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, just gonna hex mage it by the way. Um, no, um, Put the the thing, back here's on. the thing, I, I'm happy, I'm happy <laughs> to see this. If people play this card and they don't play, I'm just saying, if people play this card, they don't play Gurmag Angler Tombstalker, I'm happy. I'm going to say, I'm also happy to see this card because it's another card I can play in Lazabnot. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> able to play 
Gurmag Angler and Lazavnot, but turning this guy on for blue and then just adapting it for blue. Yeah. I can do there that you now. Could, you could put you could put adapt, you could adapt your Lazav. Yeah, that's right? the plan. You can make it this, right? All right. Uh Warden Warden. This is a blue card, but maybe not good. No. Do you want to uh, read it? Or have you already read it? I've read it. It's uh I was I was just thinking if you guys want to do it, but it's not it's not working. I I think the one thing to be said about Warrant Warden is Warden as a five five sorcery to make a four four is gravy. That's not what the card is. If you're playing the card, you're playing it for the the early remove the two mana removal. Put or, target attacking your blocking creature on top of its owner's library. Yeah. yeah. So obviously that's not good, but it's the best removal in only blue that's ever been printed. That's a good point because it is my blue. It's it, you can cast it for blue blue and flip an attacker or blocker. That's the best removal spell in only blue aside from dismember or submerge. But well, submerge is is categorical. You know, it has to be against a, a, a forest deck where you can just put uh, an opponent's uh, whatever on top of their deck for only blue-blue. So now you can hold up counterspell or a removal spell. Yeah. The, the real trick with this card is is getting that value off of a uh, fetch somehow. Like when your opponent attacks, make them f- somehow make them fetch. I'm seeing this then... as another thing that you can you can flip this as another thing for predict. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like at the end of the day too, this is also great. Where like, let's say you're you're in a Snapcaster deck and you only have one white mana, it doesn't matter. Flip it. Yeah. Right. No, this thing's right. like a spell, and it's also another sorcery that you could later on flash back if you're in the grind. Right. Like, let's say you're playing against a, a a deck that just doesn't have the things to put on top of the deck. Obviously, a five mana four four flyer is not a with vigilance isn't a good rate, but it's way better than having like a dead. Swords to plowshares against the deck that is that's just straight up dead cardboard against, you know? Yeah. And it's blue. It pitches. Like yeah. I, I feel like if this showed up as a random one of as a various win condition in your Snapcaster deck that's also just palpable removal because you're playing it alongside Predict or something like that. Like I don't think this card is as far off as we think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the other half should be either. green and black though. Yeah, the other half should definitely be green and black. Um <laughs> I love this. Awaken the Erstwhile. Three black black sorcery. Each player discards all the cards in their hand and creates that many two two black zombie creature tokens. So That's the reason why I really like is... I really like this card is because uh, it gets around like doing doing having this effect of making a bunch of guys and then having your opponent like wrath the board next turn. Well, the thing is, is you're going to cast this and you're going to spend your resources casting this, and then they're going to get more zombies than you. Probably. That's, that's you, definitely true. But if you hit them and the stuff first, they're going to be ahead on cards. I if know. You're it's them, do you even it's, need this? Yeah, I know. I know. I just think it's a cool card. We like should be uh, talking about Dark Ritual, Awaken the Erstwhile, right? Yeah. And you're I mean, behind. I don't... And now you're behind. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think this cards. is great. Uh... So you trade off and then you. I don't know. I, I, like I said, uh, I don't think this is going to be a card that sees play in Legacy. Uh, it's just an interesting, uh, interesting like uh, way to get rid of your opponent's hand. Um. But for like a weird, uh, like you know, there's a weird draw, like tension there. Uh, Fireblade artist is just dark ball. If this was an instant, so you could play like your big draw spell. That's just like one of those cards where it's like draw this many cards and then exile them at the end of turn or whatever. Like one of those red spells where it's just like until the end of your next turn, you can cast these cards and then you know uh, memory jar it all back. It's like oh well, if I combine it with this and then just flood the board and. You know, have a weird roundabout oh, two two emptied warrens, and it's just it's like it's great Man. with a resolved grizzle brand. <laughs> it's great with a resolved grizzle brand. Um, Fireblade, Fireblade artist, black and red, uh, creature human shaman, two two with haste. Beginning of your upkeep, you may sacrifice a creature. When you do, Fireblade artist deals two damage to target opponent or planeswalker. Yeah, this is a good zombie card. I'm excited for this card. This no card just, cares. I mean, that's Darth Maul, right? That guy looks just like Darth Maul. Yeah, it's he's got a fire blade. It's Darth Maul with uh, what's his name's uh, thing? Uh, the guy, Kylo the, Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah. With a bad lightsaber. Revival and revenge. Revival is white black white black hybrid, so one of each. Sorcery. Return target creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Revenge. Double your life total. Oh, it's a four white blue sorcery. A four white black sorcery. Double your life total. Target opponent loses half their life rounded up. This is just worse than every other thing that we already get for cheaper. Yeah. You want to play Unearth? Play Unearth. 
I mean, it's the, the, other, main, it's a double the main white. point of this is that you get the option of having this other thing. That's why it costs more, right? Yeah, of course. But well, like your six mana sorcery did so not bad. impact the board isn't doing anything. I don't think the thing about Unearth is funny is I feel like Unearth cycling is never that big a deal because oh, you really? always want to actually. Ca- I mean, it is. It's not like people are like, oh, this card also cycles. They want to like cheat stuff. They want to like unearth stuff. You know? Yeah, for sure. I, I've played enough Unearth to know that when you have Unearth against your combo opponent, you're very happy that you can turn it into another you can card. Cycle it. Yeah. yeah. Would you be even happier if you could double your life total, though? Oh, wow. Um, I would be way happier if I was playing against combo and survived to six mana. <laughs> no, it's the combo mirror. You just ritual this out. Oh, it's yeah. The oh, critics. yeah. Cindervines, red-green enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, Cindervines deals one damage to that player. One, sacrifice Cindervines. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Cindervines deals two damage to that permanence controller. Um... What's it called? An inst- is a sorcery, right? Destructive revelry. Destructive revelry. Yes, it's the destructive revelry's text oh, on top of a of a diet pyrostatic pillar. I think this card will see play because there's all these these kinds of effects always see play. It's one sided. I just don't think it'll be very good. Not good enough for rug. Mm, no, unfortunately, no. Yeah, the colors make it tough, but... I I just don't see this card as something I I cast and then feel good about, like, wasting my turn on in Rug. Like, when when am I gonna... What am I gonna cast this against uh, Miracles and just be like, ha ha ha, cast 20 spells? Ping you. Well, it's more like you (laughs) you do get the incidental damage against a deck like that. Um, It's like a onboard uh, hate for Storm and stuff or anyone that's digging. If you're also... You return one Delver, turn two this. Pretty good. Yeah, this is obviously sure. way better if, since it's only when an opponent casts, which means that you can freely cast your non-creature spells. I mean, this is very good when it stacks. Yeah. I think it'll see play. Orzhov Enforcer, one in the black, creature, human, rogue, one, two, with death touch and afterlife, one. There's your, I love this there's your aristocrat. Get out of here. <laughs> no, this is, I, I like this because it just shows you how busted Baleful Strix is. Like, this is pretty good value. <laughs> except for the This is, that, this also gets you a flyer. It's weird. It's like a Delphal Strix that always that doesn't fly, but always draws you a Scribe Sprite. Uh, I would play this card if there was a reason to play any of the any anything that didn't play blue. Um, Dovin's acuity is so close. Dovin's acuity, one white blue enchantment. When Dovin's acuity enters the battlefield, you gain two life and draw a card. Whenever you cast an instant spell during your main phase, you may return Dovin's acuity to your owner's hand. Um, it's the, yeah, it's a reverse disinformation campaign, but it's like at three mana, it's unplayable. But if that thing were blue white and like gained you a life and drew a card, it would be there. Like it it would gain you two life and draw half a card because that's no, no, no. Yeah. It gained you one life and drew a card and then you could, and had the rest of the text. Yeah. But like at three it's out, it's, it's overcosted, but at blue and a white, it would have been playable. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, all these are bad. You guys, are just a captive audience. <laughs> captive audience is fun. Five black and a red for an enchantment. Captive audience enters the battlefield under the control of an opponent of your choice. At the beginning of your upkeep, so this is your opponent now. Choose one that hasn't been chosen. Your life total becomes four. Discard your hand. Each opponent creates five two-two black zombie creature tokens. I mean, <laughs> I, if you could get this card out, it's amazing. Academy Rector? Right? Or Show and Tell? Show and Tell out of this? <laughs> could you imagine? They ban- well, was... you know, when they ban Grizzle Brand, this is the card you show this and tell. This is the card you put in. Uh, well, you get it to them, and they, they pick four, then you sacrifice two mountains and fire blast them. Yep. Uh, biogenic Ooze. Three green green creature ooze. It's 2-2. When Biogenic Ooze enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 green ooze creature token. At the beginning of your end step, put a plus one, plus one counter on each ooze you control. One green, green, green. Create a two, two green ooze creature token. This seems like the kind of card like Master of the Wild Hunt that I'm like, oh, someone in, someone's playing Nick Fit and they play this. I'm fine. And then I just lose. Yeah. Because just and there creates... are other, there's another ooze in this set, right? Yeah, there's oozes all over the set. Like freaking, uh, what's her there's name? Like an ooze. elf ooze, right? Yeah, what's her name? The news. Is this like one of those? Is this like the value creature that like elves would want to play? No. 
they they play um champion and elf guy if they do play, i don't think they do that anymore but they used to play something that champions and elf and maybe yeah i was just thinking that like the 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 four mana create a two two ooze and then this thing is pumping it every turn it's good yeah i'm i I'm, i just walked myself into the oh it's good with cradle when you <laughs> it's have good a with cradle. Yeah. It's, it is good, good with cradle, cradle though right? yeah turns out when you have a the lot Zuri of mana, is, is also good with cradle i think i'd rather play that right everybody right. listening when you have a lot of mana man Man, you things can do a are lot good. of good things. Zeke did this wash burst in. No, I was just looking to see what that said because I didn't know what it said. Got a lot of got a lot of stuff on it. Um, Persistent I mean, we got, for for our eternal fans that are into playing uh, Popper, this is a card. It's Whoa, a advisor tribal. No tribal. You just play an entire deck full of these guys. What in the blue <laughs> creature? Human advisor. It's a one three one tap target player puts the top card of their library to their graveyard. Tap for untapped advisors you control. Target player puts the top 12 cards of their library to their graveyard. A deck can have any number of cards named persistent petitioners. Uh, someone on the source suggested Thrumming Stone. Yeah, dude. I, I could not possibly get that to work. You we need just 20. Found, <laughs> first off, we just found the best uh, archetype for limited. <laughs> oh, I know. I, that was the first thing I thought, too. Like, oh, that's going to be... It's a common... Yeah, this thing is just gonna win the PT. You can't, uh, you can't like play with this card against any other person uh, th- at your table that is anything like, like anyone whose skill level is below me at a table is gonna is gonna at least pick a couple of these up. Oh, for sure. But like, like my skill level or below at a at a Grand Prix, you're just gonna be like, ha ha, I'm gonna draft the thing. You're gonna see <laughs> the thing, and then you're just gonna snap these. up advisors, knowing that nothing else that happens in the game is ever gonna matter. Because you're gonna activate this dude's ability twice and end the game. Yeah, I mean that's that, it was just like that, that's the case with um the what is it the Jace that like milled ten. If you got to activate that twice, you won the game. Yeah, dude. Uh, the thing, like if you look at this thing, you're gonna be like, all right, cast my fourth advisor, mill you, untap, mill you, you're dead. Right. Um. Anyway, untap, cast my idea. fifth advisor, mill you, you're dead. Or I was even... funny that of this spoiler, this is the this is the card that's getting me the most hyped. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not. It the set has kind of, uh, yeah, not been great. Uh, we got to talk about this one. I got to read it in English. Repudiate, green, blue, green, blue, and replicate. Uh, repudiate is an instant. Green, blue, green, blue. So two hybrid mana. Counter target activated or triggered ability. Mm. Mm. Okay. Replicate. One green blue sorcery. You create a token that's a copy of target creature you control. Uh, it's a mono green stifle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure. Here's here's the problem with this card. The, the card you can't slot this into rug because the card that you'd probably want to copy is probably Nimble Mongoose, and you can't copy it. Copy true name nemesis. You can copy true name. For the same price as another true name. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The thing is, I mean, it, it's just not. Two mana for a stifle effect, I don't think, unless you're really abusing it with, like, uh, Dreadnought. You're, like, full-on stifle deck. Yeah. You're, like, tribal stifle. You're playing the, the stifle bird, too. This is one of those things that'll get played. <laughs> It'll get played. And if there's, like, an enter-the-battlefield stifle thing that you can create a token to copy the enter-the-battlefield creature, uh, I don't know. Maybe. What, how does Nimble Obstructionist work? Uh, it's when you cycle it, so that okay. does, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Um, but Wizard yeah, that'll, tribal. Get that'll get played. Uh, Regenesis, three green, green, instant. Return out to two permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. It's a good grindy. Yeah, but grindy card for your Nick Play deck. Elven, like Elven Cash, not Elven Cash. What's the one that gets to Overstock? Yeah, but it's not an instant, is it? Oh, wouldn't you that, just, that might be what it is. Wouldn't you just it, play anything that's five mana and do yeah. do better? Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, these, the rest of it is all from the, uh, the Planeswalker decks. So. Wow, but what about these overpriced Planeswalkers? I honestly, I was kind of like, I'm not so sure these are these are that much worse than the ones they put in the yeah. set. <laughs> I mean, the Dovin Bond has has legs. I, I think that Dovin Bond will see six. play. But yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the other one, the three mana Dovin Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's more like it's like it's funny because they make the simpler Planeswalkers. They cost them so high, but like it's almost like they're easier to understand. Like how do I? Oh, I could see how it actually use this. Whereas all the low-costed planeswalkers in this set, 
it's like, well, if I was in this very specific situation, yeah, I you're jumping through hoops for that one. Yeah, it's it's a um, shame too that like I think the Domri art for the bad Domri here is better artwork than the one that's yeah, dude, he's way more punk set. rock. Yeah, you could have swift swapped these, and honestly, I wonder if we would have felt. Look at all the text on Domri Chaos Bringer to do nothing. It's so bad. It's like um, the, the best case scenario with that card is what you get like a boar every every turn. Eventually. Oh, at, at the beginning, each instep. So at least you get one like for your opponent's turn. It's basically, like you make you become a verdant force for boars. Yeah. Well, I have to leave in a minute, and and because uh, I gotta go pick up my dog who got neutered today. Oh, I'm so, <laughs> so sorry for your fun. dog. <laughs> he's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. He's got a big cone. Um, but did did the last one? Was there any thought to um, eyes everywhere? Is that that card's just unplayable, right? Yeah, I think it's just unplayable. Yeah, six man is way too much. Okay. Well, uh, before you go, let's uh, uh, once again uh, thank our uh, patrons uh, over at Patreon.com. You can join us over there uh, at Eternal uh, Patreon.com slash Eternal Dirtles. Really appreciate you guys chipping in to help us produce the cast. Um, yep. Uh, we've got a couple people we need to send t-shirts to uh, this month. Uh, they've gotten the $20 mark in donations, so... Some folks will be getting t-shirts. Uh, I think we'll see some of you guys at Syracuse. Uh, I just booked my hotel. I have not booked anything. I got to do that. It's a long trip. Yeah. I do but... plan to be in queues. Granted, I have uh, not gotten work schedule that far in advance yet, but I do plan on going if I can. Yeah. And uh, um, I will be wearing my a sweet Eternal Dirtle shirt. Got to wear one for myself. Um, yeah. And if uh, maybe we'll, we'll put out a like, if you got a, Picture yourself playing Reanimator on stream at uh, the Easter Grand Prix wearing an Eternal Dirtle shirt. We'll or a bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or a bathrobe. Jeez. Uh, on that blasphemous note, <laughs> we All can right. thank everyone. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a good one. start up a trial with audible you can go to audibletrial.com slash eternal dirtles and they'll hook you up with a free book and you'll be supporting the show thanks so much